This week on The Swearwolves, we bid farewell to 2021 by discussing two movies that are kind of New Year's Eve themed, Ghost Keeper and Bloody New Year. And everything changed on a New Year's Day, come on! This Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. It is the end of the year. Ah, this year went by fast, man. Fucking hey. This was like the fastest year ever. There was a, there was a meme I saw the other day where mm-hmm. it was like, uh, when you realize that 2022 is three weeks away and you still are thinking it's 2019, <laughs> as I feel like the last two years have gone by really quick. Yeah, I would agree. In my head. But yeah, 2021 went by pretty quick for me. It's like the fastest year I can remember. Yeah. Blink of an eye. 365 days, man. That's <laughs> The older you get, the faster the time goes. Ain't that the truth? Mm. I would say in closing of the year, you know, in kind summation, of in, in reflection of, I'm talking about the swearwolves, I'm talking about life in general, people. <laughs> all right. Like, I know people got troubled. I think this was a really good year for the swearwolves. Agreed. As far as uh, 2021 goes. And hopefully it'll continue. Keep that momentum going. Keep that momentum going into 2022. We have a lot of good listeners that are very interactive with us. Yeah. It's always nice. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to talk to them on a regular basis through social media. But, um, in keeping with tradition, I don't know if this is a tradition. We did it last year. Well, at it's, least it's tradition. This is at least the second time we've done this. <laughs> Two times makes tradition. There you go. Um, in keeping with tradition, finding movies that take place on or about New Year's Eve. We found two of them. I found two. <laughs> <laughs> um, two such movies, yes. Two such movies exist. So uh, <laughs> they are Ghost Keeper. Which I had never heard of. And Bloody New Year. Which I had never heard of. <laughs> I had never heard of either of these yeah. as well. And, um, you know, they, were, they weren't that, uh, that popular. Um, I wouldn't in, imagine in, so. In the States. But, or uh, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. Let's find David. out. Yeah, yeah, that's, We'll that's find true. out. These are classics in the making. But uh, Ghost Keeper came out March 3rd, 1982. Hey, that's weird. Weren't we talking about this with the fucking Santa Jaws? It came out in like summer. Yeah, why did it, why didn't, didn't this come out around New Year's? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it did, but it like. But the movie was made in eighty one, so like, why not release it? Dude, I think the, at the movie end was, of eighty one. I think the movie was filmed in nineteen eighty. <laughs> from wow. from what my research says, but it says it was released March third. Now, maybe it got released limited, like in Canada, because it's, yeah, it's a Canadian movie. Come on. <laughs> yes it's a canadian film but it got released maybe like a limited run in canada yeah 
I don't know. And then they're like, all right, let's let the Americans, let them have their fun. Let's let them see this. We're not going to give them, we're gym. not going to uh, give it to them until after the new year, though. Yeah. yeah hey? <laughs> they're not getting it until March. <laughs> yeah. That's my, Until March, that's yeah. My, that's my brother. He just finishes all my sentences <laughs> with a or yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got made fun of by our Canadian uh, friend Leah for our Canadian, for our Canadian our terrible accents. Canadian accents. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's disrespectful, eh? I don't think you guys do Canadian accents that well. I think yours is definitely better than mine. <laughs> Um, all right, Ghostkeeper. We'll talk about Ghostkeeper. Uh, we'll fuck the Canadian. I mean, not fuck the Canadians. <laughs> fuck the oh, Canadian shit. accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Would alienate our audience. I, I love Canadians. We do. We love Canada. All right. Um, Ghostkeeper, 1982. March 3rd, 1982. What was the number one movie in America? David, go. <laughs> Going Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Wrong. Damn it. Uh, a little film starring Henry Fonda, Jane Fonda. Hmm. Catherine Hepburn. Oh. Ring a bell? No. On Golden Pond? Oh, okay. I believe Dabney Coleman's in it, too. That movie won some Oscars, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh, Hepburn won an Oscar. Yeah. Henry Fonda was probably nominated. I don't know if he won. I don't know either. But he, like, died, like, like the Shortly minute after. The minute after he got done <laughs> As soon filming. as it was released. <laughs> and I'm done. Oh, he died soon after, I think. <laughs> Sprinkle me in a golden pond. <laughs> uh, that was the movie. Yeah. Um, number one song. Uh, I'm going with Hurt So Good by John Mellencamp. Mm, that's a good Come one. Come on, baby, we got hurt so good. Sometimes love don't, don't feel like, like it should. should. What's that? You make it. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Sometimes love don't feel like it should. What's the song about? It's about butt stuff? Yeah, it's about butt it's stuff. It's about butt stuff. <laughs> make it hurt so good. But that leads me into something. That's not the number one song, but that leads me into something. The number one song was butt stuff. <laughs> uh, the number one song was Centerfold. By oh, by J- uh, Jake Giles band. band? And that leads me into a new segment. Oh, shit. That I like to call, I don't know what, because I haven't come up with a name yet. <laughs> but the segment involves me and you. Oh, good. But me reading and, oh, and us together dissecting the lyrics <laughs> of a song. Okay. okay? This song's got some fucking weird-ass lyrics, so for sure. we're going to go through this, and I will be <laughs> doing the reading of it. So this segment is called... I don't know what, but here's the jingle for it. This segment. What the fuck are you talking about? 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 Okay. Does she walk? Does she talk? Does she come complete? My homeroom, homeroom angel always pulled me from my seat. What the fuck? Does she walk? Does she talk? What, what, what are you asking me yeah, for? Is she a human being? <laughs> is she an invalid? Like, <laughs> Does she come complete? No, she's half a person. <laughs> yeah, she's an amputee <laughs> Helen Keller type. <laughs> she was pure like snowflakes. No one could ever stain. The memory of my angel could never cause me pain. Year go, years go by. I'm looking through a girly magazine. All right, so this guy's fucking. I said I always assume the song is about a tossing off, just fucking flipping through a porno, and he's like, "Okay, years go by, and I'm looking through a girly magazine, and there's my homeroom angel on the pages in between." Hmm. So the girl that he fucking wanted to fuck in high school 
is now she's a i see i never knew this she's an angel in a centerfold yeah. she's posing for playboy my blood runs cold so now like wait, well, he's fucking jealous my memory has just been sold my angel is the centerfold angel is the centerfold he repeats that a couple times <laughs> slipped me notes under the desk while i was thinking about her dress i was shy i turned away before she caught my eye I was shaking in my shoes whenever she flashed those baby blues. <laughs> Something had to hold me when Angel passed close by. Those soft and fuzzy sweaters, too magical to touch. To see her in that negligee is really just too much. My blood runs cold, yada, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada, yeah. yada. There's a couple na-na's in there. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. <laughs> and some hand claps, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's okay, I understand. This ain't no never, never land. I hope... That when this issue's gone, I'll see you when your clothes are on. Take your car. Yes, we will. We'll take your car and drive it. (laughs) We'll take it to a motel room and take them off in private. A part of me has just been ripped. The pages from my mind are stripped. Oh, no, I can't deny it. Oh, yeah, I guess I got to buy it. So this is somebody he had a crush on. Now she's like a model. At first she's angry. Like, uh, people are getting to see what I wanted to see. Yeah. And then he's like, let's take your car and go to a motel. <laughs> he's like someday. Some, he's like a stalker. Yeah. He's like, you, he's cause he's all pissed off that other people are seeing his he's, little seeing prize, her, right? his angel. In, so he's in a fucking cinephobe. psychopath. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. He's like that fucking guy from better watch out. Yeah. He's like, you're going to, you're going to get your clothes on and yeah, we're going to get in your car. And he's got a gun pointed at her. <laughs> My car's real shitty. Your car probably gets better gas mileage. Go, go to this motel and then you're, you know, now you're going to take your clothes off. Yeah. But then he's like, well, fuck it. I guess I got to buy, buy this magazine. I'm going to jerk, jerk off. off. <laughs> what a dumb fucking song. This is the number one song in 1982. Oh, yeah. I hate that song. I've always hated that song, and I never knew why. Now I know why. Now I know why you read the lyrics. I read the lyrics, and now I know what it's about. I, I was, and then I'm like, my blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, to your point, it's like his memories. His memories of her, yeah, are now being like, sold, sold in a magazine. magazine. I guess. Whatever. It's goofy, though. It is. It's goofy. <laughs> goofy doesn't even begin as a. It was the early sc- 80s, man. So. That's the segment. If it goes well, that'll be not reoccurring. It'll just happen when there's songs like this. Yeah, song's like, fucking weird. Yeah, is the number one song. <laughs> when there's when there's dumbass songs with dumbass lyrics, I can't know when that's gonna be. But this <laughs> this was one of them. But it's gonna happen. It will happen. It might happen as soon as uh, next week. Oh shit! Does <laughs> it hurt so good? <laughs> is it about butt stuff, Brett? <laughs> I must know. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, Ghostkeeper. Okay, Ghostkeeper. Written by James. <laughs> it hurts so good sometimes. Love don't feel like it should. You make it hurt so good. Come on, baby. It's about pegging. That's what it's about. Yes, it's about pegging. There you go. Mystery solved. Yep. Yep. I got it. Written by James Makachuk, Doug McLeod. Uh, directed by James Makachuk. Music by Paul Zaza. Now, Paul Zaza, mm-hmm. he did the score or music uh, uh, score for Prom Night, uh, My Bloody Valentine, okay, and A Christmas Story. 
Really? Yeah, he's he did he's done a lot. He's done a lot of stuff. I don't know if he's still doing it. I don't know if he's even still alive. But mm-hmm. he's done a lot of shit. And and those were three that I just picked out because he's done some other horror movies. He's credited for Prom Night Two, Prom Night Three, and Prom Night Four. But that the, might is just this the same music or some of the cues rethemed. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he definitely did Prom Night, My Bloody Valentine, and and A Christmas Story. I thought hmm. was that's interesting. Those are big movies. Yeah. Canadians. <laughs> All right. Starring uh, Reva Spear as Jenny, Murray Ord as Marty, Sherry McFadden as Chrissy. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> and, then there's, and then there's other people. We'll get to the other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Jenny, Marty, and Chrissy are Those are your gonna, main trio. Yes. Um, budget, 850000 Canadian. Okay. Which back in 1982 was equivalent to $4.13 American. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. It's no. not a whole lot of, it's a lot of loonies. <laughs> no, $850,000 Canadian. So I don't know okay. how much that was. It probably roughly the same. I would, I would imagine Plus so. or minus whatever, yeah, a little. whatever the thing is. Box office. I don't, there's none. Yeah. I don't think it made its money back. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't? I, I do not. <laughs> All right, so the movie opens up, and uh, there's a title card, and it says, uh, In the Indian legends of North America, there exists a creature called Windigo, a ghost who lives on human flesh. Oh, my God. I have a question for you, David. Yeah, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Mm. This Windigo, this, this whole myth, uh-huh. um, I, and I get it, right? There's this, there's this creature that... I don't, I don't even know the whole myth of Wendigo. Yeah, a ghost, according to the title card. Yeah, hmm. and, and according to the title of the movie, also Ghost Keeper. Yes. Is there a fucking ghost in this movie, David? There's not. There's not a fucking ghost in this movie. <laughs> this title makes no sense. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, hey, right there with you, pal. Yeah, why the fuck is this movie called Ghost Keeper? Why is this movie? <laughs> yeah, you can just leave it at that. Oh... And we begin, and we're off. And we're off. So there's this couple snowmobiling. We got uh, Jenny and Marty, and uh, they stop into this general store. And uh, before before we get to this, you know, like I grew up in Wisconsin, where it snows. I've mm-hmm. only been snowmobiling like once, I've and n- never been. Yeah, yeah. And it was just as a passenger, like when I was a kid. Like my uncle had a snowmobile, mm-hmm. and like I think me and my dad took it out. Not a year goes by. Where you don't hear about at least two people getting decapitated on snowmobiles, like by a tree branch. I don't know if by a tree branch or by barbed wire, oh. because they'll be riding it through yeah, like these and, fields, and they just don't see it. And the snowbanks cover up some of the, the wire wire around these fields, mm-hmm. and these motherfuckers ride through and they get their heads chopped off. Yeah, that's no bueno. No bueno. Not for me. No. I'll pass. I, I don't. My it looks urge? kind. Of, it looks kind of fun, but also looks cold. Well, it's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, come on, David. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been skiing? Yeah, skiing's fun. It's cold. It is cold, <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, I'd rather go skiing than snowmobiling. Yeah, yeah, I think I would too. I mean, snowmobile. Of course, I'm like I'm not the guy who like wants to ride a motorcycle. I'm not the guy who's like you're not gonna get an earring. A ski do, fucking <laughs> <laughs> jet ski. I'm not that guy. Yeah. No, I'm not going to get an earring. By the way, I saw this interview. It was an older interview, but more. it was still recent. And Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah, with his earring. Every time I see that fucker with his earring, I'm like, what the? Just take it out. Come on. You're like 80 years old. Oh, fuck. Anyway, Jenny and Marty, they stop into this general store. 
And Marty starts talking shit to the store Yeah, Marty's owner. kind of a dick. Kind of. The whole movie is a dick. He's a dick from from the jump. Yeah. He's talking shit to this fucking store owner. Mm-hmm. And the store owner's not having any of it. And he tells him, he warns him, like, be careful out there. And he's like, hey, we know what we're doing, pal. And he's like, that's not what I'm talking about. There's other things out in the woods. Gotta be careful. <laughs> you won't see them in this movie, folks. <laughs> no. But there's, <laughs> there's ghosts out there. <laughs> Believe you me, there's spirits out there. Yeah, you're not going to see any of them or encounter anything ghost-like in any way, shape, or form. But mind you... <laughs> There are ghosts. There's the legend of the Wendigo. So be, beware. <laughs> uh, like, uh, another snowmobile shows up, and this is uh, Chrissy. Chrissy. This little slut. <laughs> <laughs> She's blonde. Chrissy, I guess they're all staying at the same like lodge like yeah. for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Like, Listen, this movie doesn't flat out say, hey, it's New Year's Eve, but at one point, Marty's like, this is something New about Year. it being, yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but, New, New Year's movie. <laughs> and check. Um, but uh, they're like all at this lodge celebrating something and she's, they've all escaped for the day because they want some more adventure. And Chrissy's like, I'm bored. I'm bored. I want to. Yeah. And right off the bat, we get a, a sense that uh, Jenny and Chrissy aren't really friends. No, like, I just. Yeah, I didn't think they. I didn't think they were. They're kind of weird towards each other most of the movie. Yeah, the group, of course, they ask the shopkeeper if there are interesting places to explore, and he warns them not to go and tells all three of them to go back to their lodge. But these idiots, like, of course, nah. <laughs> don't heed his advice and venture off into a path that says private property. Keep out. That was a good idea. Yeah, that's what you do. They find a, another lodge. A very large lodge called the Deer Lodge. <laughs> Chrissy falls off her fucking snowmobile and she can't get it restarted. Yep. So now the group are going to go trudging through the snow. <laughs> this was kind of weird because they still have the other snowmobile. And Marty says, we can't all fit on the snowmobile, so we'll have to walk. Why doesn't Marty just take one of them at a time? It's like that old fucking, uh, it's like that math problem where it's like you got a fox and a fucking. Oh, you got to get them across the river without one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, this is actually very simple. You can go back and forth. Oh, we got to (laughs) walk. Yeah. And they're walking waist high snow drifts. Yeah. Like, Like, are you fucking kidding me? Just get on the snowmobile. I just stay there. Or make, make the three of them, like, you can fit if you need to. Those girls aren't that big. No, they're both petite. And Marty wasn't a big guy either. No. That little douche. <laughs> Ridiculous. He's like, listen, girls, I know it's winter. You guys have been eating too much. We can't all three fit on this. Yeah. <laughs> big gals. <laughs> you guys go trudge through this waist high snow. <laughs> I think I can't feel my balls. <laughs> they go to the lodge. They open it up. And they start looking around inside. There's like nobody there. There's nobody there. Dude, I had a bit of a geek moment though. Is like when they walked in the lodge, there's this big rug on the ground. Mm-hmm. My family had that same rug <laughs> like, yeah, when I was a kid. It's like <gasps> my family rug. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So I gave the movie five Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, maybe your parents liked this movie so much that they bought. They the were inspired. Rug, like, the what if it was the screen used rug? That thing is a piece of history. <laughs> I must track it down now <laughs> at the local Goodwill. Um, they find the guest register. Yeah. And they realize no one has checked into this place in nearly five years. But the lights are on and the furnace is running. Yeah. And they're like, hmm. Someone must be here. here. 
And Marty seems into uh, the Chrissy girl. Like, he's with Jenny. Like, that's his girlfriend. But yeah. He but seems, he's flirting. He seems into her. He's yeah. flirting. And she's flirting back. Yeah. And Jenny's just staying there, not saying anything. <laughs> Dude, speaking of not saying anything, I feel like for the next 20 minutes or so, there is like no dialogue. <laughs> like they're just like looking through different rooms. Yes. Like this goes on for a they, very long time. Just them inspecting things in silence. Yep. Think of, think of the uh, fucking hotel in, uh, in uh, the shining. Yeah. And they're looking through every single room. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. In perfect silence. <laughs> uh, Jenny's looking around and there's like this creepy eye watching her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a person. Yeah. Not just an eye, but <laughs> it's attached <laughs> it's to a person. floating eyeball. <laughs> but it's watching her. Um, and then we, it, it cuts to, like, after this 20 minutes of non-dialogue, um, Marty uh, starts a fire in the fireplace, and all three are, like, talking. And singing. Yeah, there's... They're singing. Oh, what song? Fra- Francisco sing? Bendito. Oh yeah. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah. Aye, it's come on fucking now. stupid. Yeah. Dumb. But then Chrissy's like, "How about we all tell our deepest, darkest, darkest secrets?" secrets. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you this. Call one nine hundred for live teens. <laughs> We're barely legal. We love to party. <laughs> um, Chrissy tells a story about how she seduced her 10th grade <laughs> substitute teacher, which reminded me of the police song. Don't stand so close to me. Yes. <laughs> but she's oh. like, she's like, yeah. You know, I was in 10th grade. I always wanted to be a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> She goes, since I was little, I wanted to be a hooker. And uh, that's how a uh, good fella should have started. <laughs> since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a hooker. You <laughs> just dub it in hooker. <laughs> well, she talks about how uh, she was walking home again, like fucking the police song. Maybe the police saw this movie and they're like, they're like oh, don't yeah. stand so. Don't she stand. goes, that gives me an idea. I think I'm going to write, write me a song about it. Oh, you got the bass line already. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, she's like, oh, yeah. So he picked me up out of the rain and was giving me a ride. And then I hiked up my skirt and like put his hand on my leg. Yeah. And I was like, do you want to fuck me? And he was like, yeah, I was like, you got to give me a hundred dollars. And all he had was the money in his envelope. They from just the got day, paid from the substitute, which teaching. was forty dollars. And he gave me all of it, and we fucked twice. Yeah, she fucked him seat. twice for forty bucks. Yikes! She was proud of like of this yeah. story. Yeah, no shame. Marty, he's got a fucking hard on. He's like, oh, <laughs> hold on, I gotta, I gotta. Uh, he's I'll like, I gotta get some more wine. <laughs> so Marty goes up to go get more wine. If I was Jenny, listening to that story. As she's telling it, I would have been like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing, whore?" <laughs> She'd slut shame her. Like, exactly. <laughs> she's like, "Hey, Marty's gone. I've got forty dollars on me. <laughs> what do you say?" Uh, Marty goes to get more wine, and then he gets attacked by someone. He gets grabbed. It's an old woman, and yep. she tells them they need to leave. Yeah, she doesn't want him to stay. And but uh, she gives in like immediately. Like, well, all right. She gives in only when Jenny's like. Let us stay. Well, okay. <laughs> Since you put it that way. Uh, and she says that she lives there at the lodge uh, with her son. Yeah. And he's out doing something. And so um, she's like, I'll show you to your rooms. Okay. Can't we just pick whatever room we fucking want? Nobody stays here. <laughs> yeah. Why does it have to be like no, all be, the way down here? It's got to be the, this one. The one furthest from the ice machine and the bathroom. <laughs> 
Um, the one with the toilet that doesn't work. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> she takes him to the rooms and um, Marty's all flirty with Chrissy. He's like standing at her door. Yeah. And then the, real asshole. the old woman's like, well, here's your room with Jenny. Jenny and Marty finally get into the room. And this is where we realize how much of a fucking asshole Marty is. Because Jenny asks Marty if he wants to sleep with Chrissy. And he tells her that he has the right to live his life how he wants, just as she has the right to live her life. And then he says, quote, but just remember who pays the bills. Yeah, he plays the breadwinner card. And then he says something like, got nothing to say about that, huh? You like spending money. Yeah, like, what an asshole. Because <laughs> I guess he's a lawyer. Yeah. He also says something, and I had to rewind it. And I wanted to ask you about this line, because I don't know if I heard it wrong. Uh, but I, like I said, I played it twice, and I was like, I think that's what he said. He said, you're scared of putting out, just like your old lady. No, you're scared of flipping out, oh. just like your old lady, because I wrote it down, too. Because we learned said putting out. I was like, what the fuck? Your mom wouldn't give it up. <laughs> Remember the time when you tried to, I tried to your bang mom? your mom, and she wouldn't do it? Yeah. You're just like her. <laughs> No, uh, her mom went insane. Okay, that and makes, that's why she's like, "Don't call me insane." That makes way more sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, then it cuts to the old woman who's smoking a fucking big old joint. <laughs> yeah, she is. It's like far out, man. <laughs> Chrissy decides so they don't have a bathroom. They don't have bathrooms in their rooms. They have bathroom at the end of the hall. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy decides to go take a bath because because that's what you do. That's what you do in fucking horror movies. Like, yeah. what is it with these fucking horror movies and people taking, taking baths in the most like inappropriate, inopportune times? You remember that fucking movie Slaughter High? Oh yeah, did that woman take a bath? Yes, and it ended up being acid. <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, dropped on her or some shit. <laughs> Whoopsie. There was another movie where it's like I'm gonna go take a bath, and it's like <laughs> why a bath? Like how often does uh, I I can tell you my wife. She never goes, oh, I'm going to go take a bath. Like The only time I ever take a bath is if I'm sick. Yeah. For some reason, baths feel good when you're sick. They do, to like sit in the warm water yeah. and like but get that's the it. heat to like decongest your fucking nose and stuff like that. But if you were at a fucking hotel lodge with creepy old woman. And An old dilapidated uh, old fucking lodge. Yeah. The creepy woman. Would you be like, oh, I'm going to go take a bath. Yeah, no. Fuck off. Who I'm cares? I'm good. I'm good. I, I can go a day without <laughs> bathing. Fucking stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid. It just pisses me off. Uh, um, well, her bath dude, is going to be pretty short. <laughs> it's true. Because some dude comes in. Some I'm dude assuming, in a fucking beanie. <laughs> assuming it's the... Uh, we assume that it's the... Um, the brother, uh, the son. The son. Thank you. Yeah, of the... Of the he drowns Chrissy in the tub. I took a timestamp. We're 40 minutes into this movie when something finally fucking happens. No. I was like, oh, God. No. All right. It's a slow build. It's still building. Yeah. He drowns her, takes her body out. I guess she's not dead, She's not though. dead. Yeah, I thought she was I dead, I thought she too. was dead. I did, too, but she's not. We find out that she's not. The old woman confronts Jenny. Uh, Marty, Marty takes off, too. He goes to look for Chrissy because he wants to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> the old woman confronts Jenny and tells her that she's tough inside. And she's like, you got to be tough inside to handle the job. And I'm getting too old. You got to be bad. You got to be bold. You got to be wiser. You got to be hard. You got to be strong. You got to be tougher. Mm-hmm. 
You gotta be cool. You gotta stay calm. You gotta stay together. That song's about butt sex, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, Chrissy, Chrissy isn't dead. Level save the day. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's the part where the butt goes in the butt. Chrissy wasn't dead, uh, but now she is. <laughs> yeah, she gets her throat slit. Immediately when we realize she's not dead, she gets her throat slit. <laughs> and he gives her body to some funky looking dude. Yeah, like a like caveman looking guy. He's like... Yeah, he's like the Geico caveman. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the old lady's still smoking weed. She's back. She's smoking again. <laughs> Jenny wakes up in the middle of the night, and she hears someone saying her name. Jenny. That was fucking good. That was really good. I that heard a, that, that in my eerie. headphones. That was a ghost. And you're like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, she goes looking around and sees the old woman t- talking to someone off screen. Yeah, and she says, you done good. Yeah. It's like, oh. But then she just, Jenny's like, fuck it. I'm going back to sleep. I'm, back to, I'm tired. Uh, the next day, Marty heads outside to get the snowmobiles going. Yeah, neither one of them will start this time. And he can tell. Uh, actually, so- actually, the one's gone. Yeah, one's gone and the other one won't start now. And he's, he can tell that somebody fucked with it. Chrissy's is gone. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what the fuck is going on? He confronts the woman. She plays dumb. He's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Well, he opens up the, the hood of the snowmobile and he sees that a wire Wire's missing. is fucked up. Like yeah. spark plug nonsense. Like yeah. I felt <laughs> I felt like uh, him checking that snowmobile reminded me of when I like check my car because I know shit about my car. Yeah. So like if something's wrong and I open up the hood and I'm just looking and I'm like, yep. There's your problem right there. You start just tap, tap it on I, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you looking well, for? Well, maybe this is loose. Yeah. It's like, I mean, no, that's not. You jiggle all the, yeah. all the wires. No. So anyway, so he, so he, he's looking at that and he finds, like we said, the, the spark plug or whatever cable is gone. And he goes uh, and confronts the old lady and he starts yelling at her and he's like, where's Chrissy? Where's her snowmobile? She's gone. And so is her snowmobile. So <laughs> you guys did something to her. She's like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know. She left this morning. That's what she should have said. <laughs> and then he says, he never calls it a snowmobile. He always calls it his machine. <laughs> My like, machine. Throughout the whole movie. Like, he's like, he accuses the old lady of messing with his machine. He's like, you guys messed with my machine. <laughs> That's weird. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I did. It's funny. Yeah. Marty's like, I'm going to go try to fix it. Oh yeah, he's gonna go to, like the tool shed or yeah, something. There's, there's a shed out there. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go see if I can scrape together find some parts. <laughs> is that like a fucking? Or they got a distributor cap in there <laughs> that I can use or something? <laughs> what? Um, the old lady gives Jenny some tea to drink. Yeah, drink this tea that's not at all poisoned. <laughs> drink up. Jenny passes out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, there was something in the tea. She awakes uh, in another room, like in the basement or something. Okay, so she wakes up. <laughs> after getting passed out right yes what's, her, what's in, her first instinct strange room and her first instinct is to go oh there's a book let me look at it yeah i thought that was funny too like why would you try to get out of there you're obviously placed here by someone like that that doesn't bode well she's trying to get out but no yeah oh a book about indigenous persons oh yeah and their and their folklore yeah and their folklore yeah, mm. fasc- fascinating <laughs> riveting stuff she starts hearing her name being called again uh, she finds this like door that's padlocked. It's like it's like sloth from the Goonies. Like, yeah. they have, like, it's like an igloo like looking thing. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're right. It's very sloth. Yeah, they got an it in there. <laughs> she discovers. Uh, she offers it a baby Ruth. <laughs> she discovers it, and uh, then the son comes up behind her with a chainsaw. Yeah, like out of Whoa. the blue. Oh shit! And he's gonna fucking chainsaw her, and he begins chasing her. 
but he quickly ditches the chainsaw because the next scene yeah he doesn't have, he it, have it anymore he's like, Fuck you drop this. it this thing's heavy it's heavy it's you run, can't run with it's this out of gas texas chainsaw massacre is bullshit you cannot run with these things yeah leatherface is a big dude not to mention they can hear you coming yeah but they make it up to the roof, and she pushes the dude off the roof. I thought this was kind of cool. Yeah. And he gets impaled on a fence. Oh, fuck. That was pretty badass. That like, happened I can't in, feel good. That happened in another movie, like Witchboard. Mm. I think it, that happened in. We have never watched that movie. We yeah, should watch it. a good impalement. Time. Yeah, someone falls off the roof and gets impaled in some shit. Ouch. That'll ruin your day. Anyway, he did. And your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, Jenny tells Marty everything, and she's like, look, this is what happened. This is what's going on. We got to get out of here. And then he pushes her away, and he's like, you'll never get away with it. <laughs> yeah, what? And then the snowmobile blows up. <laughs> Dude, when the snowmobile blows up, uh, it was like, did you just like really, really overly dramatic music? Oh, I didn't notice I actually it. liked the music in this movie, um, but in that particular scene, it was it didn't fit at all. Yeah. Yeah, and then you see kind of the old woman like triumphantly standing. She's like, all, I did that. I, I blew it up. I blew up your machine. <laughs> My machine. <laughs> Then Marty like takes oil and he rubs it on his face like he's, <laughs> like he's fucking, fucking war painters. Yeah, like he's Lord of the Flies, <laughs> and he starts acting like a lunatic, saying that he's gonna go find Chrissy. And, and this and scene he, goes on. It does for days. And he's speaking very Canadian. Like yeah. he says something like, "Oh, she probably just went down to the lodge, eh? She probably just went down to the lodge, yeah." <laughs> but better than that but it goes you're right it goes on for a long time marty goes walking through the woods and jenny's kind of wandering aimlessly jenny's following him and she's like marty marty and he keeps pushing her down (laughs) yeah and she keeps following him then there's this fucking guy out of nowhere who's got these fucking snowshoes on it was the shop owner wasn't it i didn't think it was Oh, see i thought it was and in my notes I, i even wrote down like why is he here I didn't think it was the shop owner. It would make more sense if it's just a random person. Who the fuck knows, David? <laughs> and frankly, and who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. But there's just some random guy, whether it's the shop owner or not, who's walking around the woods with these fucking snowshoes. Have you ever tried snowshoes? No. They work. Oh, I'll bet, because they give you more surface area. Yeah, I've tried them. Are they comfortable? Well, no, I mean, it's, it's awkward because my, it's like walking with tennis rackets strapped to your feet. (laughs) Kind of my stepmom's parents. So I guess they were step grandparents had Mm -hmm. a cabin in like on the border of Northern of on the border of Wisconsin and the upper peninsula of Michigan. Yeah. On a, in a lake, on a lake. In a lake, on a lake, in a lake. (laughs) It's very Uh, complicated. (laughs) Let me draw you a Venn diagram. (laughs) But, uh, and so we'd go up there like few times sometimes in the summer but sometimes in the winter and in the winter time obviously that far north you have to bring your tennis rackets they had snowshoes and i was like i want to try them and they're like okay so they strapped into my feet and i went walking through the woods i was like holy shit i'm a king i thought it was like fake i am a god you know what i mean like you see that in like cartoons and stuff where they have the snowshoes on but they can't work no it works impressive they're fucking awesome fashion and function yeah (laughs) anyway the snowshoe guy comes into the lodge and the old lady kills him. She fucking shanks him and <laughs> stabs him to death. That, that scene was only in there just to like add to the kill count. Yeah. Which it, is at uh, this point one. one. <laughs> yes. Two. Two, two. to count the guy that fell on the fence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're like, we need another, we need another person to die. <laughs> Jenny finally gives up on Marty and she makes her way back to the lodge. Yeah. She gets and a shotgun. She has snow pants on. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had... Yeah, yeah. Worn snow pants. Yeah. 
And when you walk in snow pants, what sound? <laughs> so she's sneaking around, but she's got that <laughs> sound. She's trying to like creep up. Keep her thighs from rubbing together. <laughs> she's like walking all bow-legged. She's like, he was right. I have been eating too much. <laughs> this is why I couldn't fit on that snowmobile. She gets a shotgun and she confronts the old lady. And the old lady just keeps saying, come to mother. And yeah. I'm, I'm your mother. Yeah, she keeps saying she's her mom. I was like, what? And then she attacks Jenny with a knife. <laughs> she like lunges at her. Jenny shoots her dead. Dead. <laughs> Jenny goes to the funky looking dude. The igloo guy. And, he tell, and she says to him, Jenny will look after you now. How pretentious of her to refer to herself as Jenny. Uh, the third person? Yeah. Then it cuts to Marty out in the wood. Now, I don't know if he's dead I think he's dead. He or if like he's a, just, I mean, he's got hypothermia, clearly, Yeah, I think right? he was uh, an ice cube at this point. Because one of the one of the sheer signs of, like, I think it's hypothermia, is, like, you start taking your clothes off. Mm. Because you, your your brain is, like, not functioning correctly. Yeah. And so, like, you think you're hot. I'm really hot. And so then you take your clothes off and, you, I mean, continue to freeze to death, but. That I'm Too Sexy song, it's actually about yeah. hypothermia. It is. And little known fact. Butt and sex. Butt sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, Jenny comes up to his dead body, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he kind of is like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. Yeah, very much so. And she says, you should have listened to Jenny. And yeah, and you should have been nicer to Jenny. I guess now she's the keeper of the lodge. I guess so. This movie yeah, should have been called she goes lodge, back to the lodge Keeper. And she, yeah, she's having some tea. Yeah. And then she hears the old lady, like her voice talking to her. She's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the end. And I wrote, why title this movie Ghost Keeper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, title makes no sense. Yeah. This movie sucks. This movie's boring. It's, it, it, yes. I will say that. It's just boring. Yep. Um, I wouldn't say it sucks. I mean, it does suck. But the reasons why it sucks. It's boring. It takes too long to get to certain things. Like David said earlier, 40 minutes just to get to the first kill. Yeah. In a horror movie. Like... That's only an hour and 20 minutes or hour and 30 minutes long. Like, come on now. Yeah. Uh, I Was it even an hour and 20 minutes? I, I, I don't it, even It wasn't know. very long. But and it felt long. <laughs> it was dull. Yeah. This one was on Tubi, I think. Yeah, that's where uh, I watched you can it. watch it. If you would like to watch it, you can watch it on Tubi. Uh, anything good about this movie? I don't know. I'm going to open this up for discussion. Do you have anything I good? I liked some of the music. That's about it. Yeah, the characters were all pretty um, despicable. I mean, Jenny, we didn't really get to know her. She was just she's the no- most likable. But, but, and she was annoying, though. Yeah. Because she was so weak. Well, and there's just not much dialogue anyway. Yeah. Not a whole lot of talking in this movie. Yeah. And sometimes that works in horror movies. Um, if yeah, there's a if there's, lot of if there's kills. Su- and if there's suspense. And this movie didn't really have that. You know what I was thinking, too? I was like, God, this would have been better, maybe, maybe better, if there would have been more people. Yeah. And like more people would die. Like it could have been like deaths. Like it could have been a horror movie, right? <laughs> exactly. In the um, snow. <laughs> but uh, I. I give it a one. I Half a head for me. Half? Okay. Yeah. So 0.75. I mean, it's just. Boring. Yeah. To say the least. I, I think <laughs> it's got like a little bit of a cult following, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But, I think it was released on DVD or some shit, and people were like, oh, yeah, this is a, a lost gem. Oh, real film, this is. Oh, it's going to be on... Get your, pour yourself some tea and watch, uh, <laughs> watch this movie on your machine. 
but so so what I said about the first movie where I was like, oh, if there would have been more people, hey, we got Bloody New Year. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Which is the same fucking movie. <laughs> but with more people, it's not the same movie, pretty, but pretty it's similar. pretty fucking close. There's a lot of similarities. And it's got more people. Yeah. Uh, except for Bloody New Year, oddly enough, has ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Hey, that's where they were the whole time they were in this other movie. Bloody New Year. That's like when, uh, when your wife has her period uh, on, on New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. <laughs> Happy Bloody New Year. It's like, it's going to be you a as well. New it's going to be a Bloody New Year. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so disgusting, David. Why did you even suggest I say that? <laughs> bloody New Year. At least Bloody New Year was released October 22nd, 1987. Yeah, there you go. So people could watch it. Halloween time. And before New Year's. Yeah. Uh, 1987, October 22nd. What was the number one movie? You know, okay, thinking of October, I'm going to think horror movies, so I'm going to go uh, Dream Warriors. No. Damn it. But it is uh, it, horror adjacent. Mm, it's a movie know. we've talked about before um, that has been here. Fatal Attraction or one of those? Yeah. Man. Fatal Attraction. We have a lot of 87 movies. We do. Apparently. 87 and 88. When I look, when I look like this do shit a lot up of and I've, I see fucking Kokomo and I see yeah. Fatal Attraction, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> And then I start looking for other dates that I can use. Yeah. <laughs> when was the director born? Uh, the number one song. This, uh, I don't think this is one we've talked about. Okay. So, wow. Fatal Attraction must have been a hit. Um, I picked uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. Ooh, baby, do mm-hmm. you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Saying <laughs> love comes first. We'll make heaven a... No. Uh, <laughs> Belinda Carlisle. Like, this is hell is a place on Venus. <laughs> Belinda Carlisle was in the Go Go's, and yeah. uh, she had a circle in the sand. She had that song, mm-hmm. "Circle in the Sand." She was kind of cute. Yeah. Lost in Emotion by Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. It's the one that, that goes is not ringing a bell. It goes. Um, the main line is lost in emotion, and then it goes Kesera Kesera. Did she sing Kesera Sera? But it goes Kesera Kesera. And I just remember when I was a kid, like thinking, "Who the fuck is Sarah? Who's Sarah? <laughs> Why is she saying Kesera? Sarah? Yeah, well, whatever will be, will be. <laughs> yep. Yep, move on. <laughs> I don't know. Well, whatever will be, will be. <laughs> but anyway, Lost in Emotion by Lisa Lisa and Cult Gem. That that seems like one of the things that you would have had on your pocket rockers. <laughs> <laughs> that sound very pocket rocker <laughs> like, got the tape. I got Lisa Lisa, I got Lisa, Lisa. Cult Gem. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody New Year was written by... Bloody... Yeah, that is kind of a fucking period type name. <laughs> it's a period <laughs> film. It's a period piece. Oh, it's a period piece? It's yeah. a... What, what century does it take place in? No, it's about That's menstruation. A, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and New Year's Eve. It's called Bloody New Year. Uh, written by <laughs> Fraser Pierce. Directed by Nor- <clears throat> Norman J. Warren. Music by uh, Cry No More, <laughs> which is yeah. a band. And Nick Magnus, who I think probably Did was... The score? Was a member of cry no more probably cry no more not like a popular band no but a band nonetheless and a band whose song specifically one song we will hear multiple, multiple times. times in this movie <laughs> this movie stars some people nobody yeah, nobody uh, a bunch of brits yeah and an, and an, an american budget and box office don't have anything all right david here we go all right the movie starts <laughs> off 
and we're at like uh, like a fucking I don't know sock hop. What are we at? We're at this fucking. It's like 1959. Yeah, 1959 going into 1960. We're at this lodge. Yeah, again, fucking lodges. People like the lodges. <laughs> they really do like to party at the lodge. <laughs> yes, they're having this party and. I don't know what's going on. They're doing the fucking bunny hop. They're fucking they're, they're dancing. doing the twist, doing the jitterbug. Yeah, the mashing all. potatoes, doing all that shit. Yeah, uh, doing and the monkey. Says, and it says, uh, "Sure, David, all those dances." <laughs> they're doing the Running Man. Um, <laughs> fucking Roger Rabbit made its first appearance. <laughs> Little trivia. They're uh, in the background. It says uh, goodbye, nineteen fifty nine. Hello, nineteen sixty. Then all of a sudden, like some ladies, like looking in the mirror. Yeah. And then something, and then like her reflection comes pops in, pops her and grabs her and pulls her in, and pulls her in, and then cut to present day. Well, present day meaning 1987. Yeah, it was weird. I was, was kind of confused, but I was like, okay, maybe this will come back. Yeah, yeah, I was confused too. We should also say we're what one sentence into describing this movie, and we've now heard that song twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that song. Do we have that song? Do we know that song? Do we have yeah, it? Yeah, I can. Well, I don't have it. But I mean, we can. Yeah, we can throw it in. Yeah, yeah here's maybe a under maybe under what we're what we're saying right now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so the song comes in. Uh, we get it like during the credits, and then during this cut when it goes to present day. Yeah, yeah, we get it again. Yeah, and so we got this group of teenish people. I don't know. They're I guess they're teens. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think more college. Yeah, they're at uni. <laughs> I, didn't, maybe I don't know. I had to turn the subtitles on. I will say this. Did you? Because hard they, to understand the some accents. of them were talking really fast. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hey, hold on. Whoa, whoa, hold up. whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the clock. I need to have subtitles. <laughs> Stop the cockney. <laughs> um, so there's Leslie and Tom. And they're a couple. Yep. Janet and Rick. And they're a couple. And Spud. And he jerks off alone. <laughs> While watching <laughs> well, the, the other, the the other, other two couples. Yeah. And uh, they're spending their day at uh, some kind of fucking... Like a boardwalk or something. Yeah. Like a, um, like a, a carnival or a fair. Yeah. yeah. And they're just having a great old time. Boy, they, they wanted to get a lot of fair shots in. Because it was everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they, their, You got to get your money's worth. And they were cutting to here and there and this place and that place and they were doing point of view shots it almost made me nauseous <laughs> and then um spud's trying to pick up on chicks and every chick is turning him down and he finally sees this girl <laughs> on the tilt-a-whirl mm, and there's like his eye. and there's like these two hooligans yeah like fucking with her like spinning the and the they're, world. they're like your stereotypical like fucking hooligans, except for they look like they're 45. I'd say one of them looks really old. <laughs> like one in particular. Listen, like, 45's not that old. No, <laughs> no, no. But I, even, I, I made note of that too. It's like one of these guys is very old. Old looking and like balding. Yeah. And like comb over. <laughs> yeah. He didn't fit in with the other two really. Yeah. Unless it was like their dad. Yeah. And they're like wearing like leather jackets, and they're they're standing on the tilt a whirl, and they're like spinning her. Like and she's like, oh no, please! Stop. And the ride is stopped, and they're like, nah, you're gonna go again, mate. Oh, oh no, you you're gonna go again, ain't it? <laughs> and, More say. And the operator of it is just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> 
And so the friends see this, Spud sees this, and he says to his friends, he goes, look, help her. look what's going on here. We got to help her. And so they go and they like, <laughs> and they go, oi, leave her alone. Leave her alone. They say leave her alone. I think like 10 times. Like, leave her alone. Well, one of these idiots goes and grabs like the fuse <laughs> from underneath the yeah. tilt-a-whirl. And now the ride won't work. So now the ride operator is like, I'm going to get you. Oh, you yeah. fuse back. I'm supposed to make me money. I need my fuse. Oh, me tilt the wall. So uh, then they run. They grab the girl and they just fucking hightail it. And now it's like a fucking Benny Hill sketch. It's like, <laughs> they're running around or yakety sacks. Yeah, however that yeah, goes. Yeah, one of those. And they they're like hide in a haunted house. <laughs> they go through the fucking fun house. Yeah. And also keep in mind that when they're in the dark places, it, I mean, they might as well have just not shot anything because it's so fucking dark. You can't see anything. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. Um, why waste film? But, they go through all this stuff and uh they're they're like playing hot potato with the fucking fuse right <laughs> they finally escape and uh the girl comes with them i didn't quite understand this they jump on a like a boat well they had the car was that their car yeah okay that was theirs and they had a boat okay uh, that makes more sense yeah because they were going out for the day yeah okay like, like you do with your group of friends you go to the seaside fucking fair and, and then, then you, you go out on the boat for a little bit and you get on the boat and <laughs> eat some fish and chips and go <laughs> to fucking day yeah there you go mate enjoy your crumpets. have a point <laughs> have a point god we're such americans <laughs> we're such americans like, we're, like people from other countries are listening to us going oh, these, these assholes these assholes are trying to do our accent again and they sound like shit yeah whatever like, whatever it's our show yeah talk it how is. we want yeah <laughs> get your own podcast and make fun of american speak please oh look at me i'm a swear wolf guy <laughs> we all talk like this i'm an american dick joke dick joke yep. fart, fart joke fart joke. joke bloody new year menstruation <laughs> well that's the swear wolves doody doody do see you next week <laughs> One Pamela Voorhead. <laughs> this movie's terrible. That's all we do is say movies are terrible. Sometimes it's true. <laughs> Speaking the truth. What the fuck? Where were we? Alright, so they I jump on the, the okay. jeep that's pulling oh, the boat yeah, yeah, yeah. and they escape out to sea. Which is also <laughs> dumb. Like they just drive away. Like they don't drive very far. Like these guys are still chasing them like on foot, but they don't drive very far. Yeah, but they they're, like, the boat. but like, they're like, look, we have a plan today. We're supposed to go out on the boat. Yeah. We gotta drop it in here. We're probably more buoyant than these guys, so let's get in this boat. Yeah, so they go into the boat and they uh start boating. And then, so we learn more, the American girl that's there, she's like, ah, oh, it's supposed to meet up some friends. Yeah, but can I just... you guys, uh, like, let me go? <laughs> yeah, really? You got me out of that jam. I'm, I'm done now. Yeah, thanks. I'd like, I'd like to go back to living my life. And Spud's like, no, no, babe. You, 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 Man, come with us. You're me bird now. <laughs> it's like, I can't understand a fucking word he's saying. <laughs> you me bird now. <laughs> Oh, I saw you. I saw you. You come with me now. I. You owe me one, and by that I mean you owe me a blowjob. Blow you owe me a snog. <laughs> you owe me a snog. I don't care if you're on your bloody New Year or not. <laughs> oh, we should also mention that it's not New Year's now. No, it was New Year's in 1959. Yeah, now it's yeah, summer. We're, we're, yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> That's like we check that box. <laughs> 
It's summertime. <laughs> it's like July. <laughs> All right. So, so they escape out to sea, but then they yeah. immediately like run the ground. Like they, they hit a rock oh, or yeah. something. Because Spud doesn't know how to fucking steer a boat. Yeah. And so they, they hit a rock and then the boat sinks. Yep. So they got to swim to shore. They swim to shore. And we see that someone is watching them. Like as they're. I guess. Like through the trees or something. I guess it's someone watching them. I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't but know. It never is like revealed. In, in hindsight, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely correct, though. You think back at it, you're like, why? Why was that, why was that there? <laughs> Does it really ever come back? <laughs> Unless it's this one... But that would involve teleportation, I would think, yeah. at the speed at which this, yes, this person's already ex- present. Exactly. Yeah. But whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> they go and they find a lot. They find the lodge. Yeah, the Grand right. Island Hotel. So again, like the first movie, it's like a bunch of idiots <laughs> out and they find some lodge. Like abandoned hotel. Abandoned hotel. And they go. And, and they, they go inside. It's decorated for Christmas because it was like, yeah, it was New Year's. It was the holiday season. Yeah. And they're like, what, what the hell's going on here? And uh, no one, of course, works there. No one, of course, lives there. And they all start splitting off. Of course. So Spud and... Uh, Carol. This, Carol. They go to this one place and Spud's like, listen, I'm sorry. You're all wet and you're cold. Let me go get you. Are you wet? Are you wet? How wet are you? <laughs> Is it red down there, though? <laughs> are you that kind of wet? Yeah. Cause. So, so I'm into it. <laughs> Sign me up, <laughs> you old bird. <laughs> you old me bird. <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm gonna go get you a blanket. Get you a blanket, yeah. Warm me up. He leaves, and a fucking maid comes. Yeah, it's like, oh, he, but she kind of like dissolves into. Yeah, the she thing. materializes <laughs> like a ghost maid. <laughs> it's like fucking something out of like a video game. It's like, <laughs> and she comes in, and she's like, oh, here you go. Here's a blanket, and she's like, oh, thanks. You know, and she's like, you make yourself comfortable or whatever the hell. And then Spud comes back. There's a lot of shit that happens. Listen, people, I'm not going to tell you every fucking aspect of this movie. Cause this movie fucking sucks. This movie. So many things happen. <laughs> yes. Like I have a ton of notes, but nothing of consequence ever happens. Like it's just yeah. a bunch of scenes. Like yeah. I feel like they had like, like a whiteboard when they were coming up with like, we could do like a thing like this. We could do this. And then when they, they came in like, to make decisions, the producer went, give me the works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, well, but this doesn't really doesn't matter. Put it in the movie. Some people will talk about this for years to come. <laughs> Spud comes back and he's like, "Well, oh, she got a blanket," and she's like, "Yeah, a maid gave it to me." Like, oh, okay. So there's people here. Cool. Yeah. But doesn't Spud also hear he like hears some music? So he goes down to the ballroom and mm-hmm. he, the Cry No More band is there, <laughs> <laughs> and they're playing music, and then they just vanish in front of his eyes. Yeah, they just disappear, and he's yeah. just like, and I think he says. Weird. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, that was weird. Wonder where those blokes went off to. Yeah. Well, oh well. <laughs> oh, I need well. to get me a blanket <laughs> and a and a snog. <laughs> so yeah, he just walks away like, oh, that was peculiar. Well, oh. <laughs> life goes on. And then we got two other the two other idiots who is Janet it? and Rick. Janet and Rick. They go up to a room <laughs> and they're just like, oh, well, I guess all this stuff is ours now to use. They start yeah, trying like, on, clothes. Put on clothes. Because they were all wet, so I guess, I guess their their intention was that they were just going to change into somebody else's clothes and then give them back, which is just a weird thing. It's like, it's summertime, you're wet, you'll dry off, yes. no, no need to wear someone else's clothing. And 
they were like, well, these people, they don't know where these people are. Mind you, this hotel is on an island. <laughs> yeah. Where could they fucking be? <laughs> yeah, they'll be back. I don't know. Now, now you're a thief. Yeah, now you're a thief. Put on these uh, late 50s rags. Yeah, so they put on the like 1950s stuff, and then they look. She looks in the mirror. Janet does, yeah. She looks in the mirror and she sees the reflection, but it's not her. It's like the person that originally had the. Well, it's like I that think. person's behind her. Yeah, right. In the she in sees, the mirror, she sees both of them. Yeah, she, she, she doesn't transform no, into no, that no, person. No. She sees the person. Yeah, and then she bangs Rick anyway. Oh, yeah. Like, wouldn't you be like a fucking ghost? But you know what? Gadzooks. You know what I found? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, well, nah, I'm still horny though. Listen. If you're horny, you're horny, David. Mm-hmm. Bloody New Year be damned. No no ghost is going to ruin my boner. No. <laughs> um, listen, what I found odd was she was undressed, then got dressed, and then <laughs> yeah. they fucked. And then get it undressed. Get undressed again. Yeah. I just found that odd. It is weird. Uh, who else? Leslie and Tom. They're trying to find the circuit breaker to get the power on. And so they're downstairs and then like a bunch of fireworks go off like, um, fucking sparklers and bottle rockets. That's weird. And they're just like, Oh, but they turn, they get the power turned on. Everybody's scared. And they all meet out at the lobby. They're like, what the hell is going on out here? (laughs) And he's like, I just turned the power on. The vacuum starts running everything by itself. Yeah. Everything like where it stopped. Starts going again. Starts going again. Yeah. Like TVs come on. Come on. And um, they find this theater room. Yeah, like a screening room kind of thing. Yeah. And it's and playing a, like a, some monster movie or something. I guess the film is called Fiend Without a Face. Ah. Rick thinks that it's just all a prank. And he's going, he's working on the projector. He's going to find a way to turn the projector off. But um, something happens and it starts playing like a promotional reel for the hotel. Mm-hmm. And it shows a bunch of partygoers from that 1959 like fucking scene um, at the front of the entrance. Well, Spud is up there and he's like, oh, look at these guys. Oh, we'll make fun of them. <laughs> oh. And he starts like mimicking them and everything. And everybody's like, ha, Spud, you're so funny. But actually, no one's saying that because he's not. I have sex with you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's just doing that. All of a sudden. One of these fuckers from the film pops out of the screen and grabs Spud. And, yeah, oh shit. And and what does he... He scratches him and it kills him. <laughs> scratches his face and he dies from it. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. And then where does that guy go? He just disappears. He's back into the screen, I think. I don't know. Anyway, they're like, he's dead. And that's about as much of emotion as they show for Spud's death. Mm-hmm. But none of them are fucking freaked out. No. By the fact that a fucker just popped out of a movie screen. And killed their friend right in front of him. And then vanished. Yes, David. <laughs> Nobody's fucking. No one cares. No, everybody's just like, it'll be okay. Yeah. You know who else didn't care? Me. <laughs> I was checked out. I mean, they're looking to get off. Yes, I was too. They're looking to get off the island after this, but they're not like, there's no sense of urgency. Yeah. Like, listen. No, at no point in this movie, they're like, hey, we should try to leave. Yeah. Like, the, where they came from isn't that far away. Like, maybe one of you is a good swimmer. I'm not that great of a swimmer, but I'd just get off the island. Yeah. Or just go to the shore and wave down a boat that mm. goes by or something. Definitely. No one does that, though. No. Yeah, everyone, when that happens, everyone, like, barely reacts, except for Janet. I think she's the only one that, like, has any emotion. Yeah, but then Rick goes to Janet, and he's like, 
everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. And then she's like, oh, okay. Thanks. Well, if you say so. One thing I wanted to mention was the couple, Leslie and Tom, this Leslie girl early on in the movie always wants to fuck Tom. And he's always like, man, you should to bang him on the pool table earlier. And he's yeah. like, nah, I'm good. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to play pool. It's like, it's bloody new year. Isn't it? That ain't my jam. <laughs> Go talk to, Go talk to Spud. Or Spud. Yeah. That's more their thing. Uh, Leslie and Tom though, uh, they find some cottage and Leslie is attacked by something. It's like a tablecloth that like turns into some sort of seaweed monster <laughs> thing. It looks like, what does it look like? Yeah, seaweed monster thing, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Tom's reaction time is shit. Oh, God. Like, when it happens, he just stands there like, uh... Oh, <laughs> oh I guess I'll try to help now. Always. Like, throughout the whole movie, when that happens... Um, Tom spears it and it disappears. It reminded me of something like out of a video game. Like, oh, the tablecloth turned into a sea monster and you stab it and then it just goes back. Uh-huh. This whole movie, like yeah. a video game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Janet and Rick hear like disembodied voices in the woods. It's like a laugh track. And they see a plane crash. Yeah. Into a nearby building. That part was so annoying. Like it was like laughter and then like with weird like synth drums. Yeah. And then they would like run through the forest and then they would hear it again. It, it just happened like several times. Yeah. And then they see a plane crash. It was like, what is going on with this movie? There's also this like subplot going on, like where we'd see the TV every once in a while. And they're talking about some government project that the yeah. uh, plane's going to launch some shit up into space for like some fucking shit. Yeah. Some sort of experiment or something. It's like, all right. Yeah. Well, obviously that has something to do with it. Yeah. So, um, Carol's like in a snowstorm yeah, inside the hotel, <laughs> inside the hotel, but Leslie comes and finds, uh, the group and she's like, you guys got to come with me. Something's happened to Tom. Yeah. And she takes him back to the cottage and, uh, they all go into the cottage and the hooligans. Oh yeah. The hooligans are there. The hooligans. These guys really hold a grudge. Yes. They do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're like, you don't ever stop us from flipping off some bird in a fucking tilt world ever <laughs> yeah. again. Not only did they chase them all through the, the, the boardwalk, but then they had a little car chase thing. Then they and had apparently they got in a boat, boat and drove the boat out to this island. Like, Jesus Christ, guys, let it go. <laughs> Yeah, Come on. Here's your fuse. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you can take the American back. I don't yeah, care. Or buy a new fuse. <laughs> it costs a couple bucks. So the old man, uh, hooligan. Uh-huh. Dad. Yeah. We'll call him dad hooligan. He punches Leslie through all the way through her stomach and kills her, like in front of all the friends. Yeah. And then she immediately turns into a zombie. Yeah, so that was the <laughs> thing is like she well, here's here's my Ooh. thought on that. Yeah. Like maybe I'm giving this movie too much credit. She lured the friends back to that cottage because she was already She had a already zombie. turned in some yeah, way. Tom and her oh, got something killed. Something already happened. Okay. Cause we never saw anything happen after he like yeah. stabbed the tablecloth or whatever. <laughs> and so she lured him back because then they never found Tom's body, right? Or, yeah. was, or did, I don't know if they did or they didn't, but regardless. And then when the hooligans show up and he punches her, first of all, he punched a, a woman. Yeah. Like, that's like bad killed her. <laughs> but he punched right through her stomach. Yeah. So like that's He's very strong. Yeah. Um, and then she just turned into a zombie because she was showing who she really was at okay. that point. Like, very like evil dead wannabe in this oh, movie. Oh, there's lots of there's evil a lot dead of evil, going on. Yeah. Most definitely. Like, even through the woods, like where they, yep. at one point. The camera POV. Yep. Yep. 
But uh, yeah, she turns into a zombie and then she throws him out the window. So he's yeah, dead. He's dead. One hooligan down. Janet runs away, falls in quicksand. What are the odds? And then there's another hooligan who she twists his head around. Oh, yeah. All the way around. <laughs> and he dies. Oh, yeah. Janet is running through the, the lodge and the banister comes oh, yeah. alive. It turns into like a snake head. Yeah. And bites her it arm. It starts biting her. And Rick takes a shotgun. Or then she... I don't know. They they knock it off. But then Rick takes a shotgun and shoots Leslie. The zombie Leslie. And, and then the her. snake banister disappears. So like, was the snake right banister back. like an extension of Leslie? I don't know. I don't know. It, didn't, didn't it, goes, it goes right back to the banister and it becomes normal again. Tom returns. Tom is alive. He's okay. injured. Yeah. Yeah. And he returns to the hotel and Janet's taking care of him. And Rick and Carol, Rick and Carol are like, look, the hooligans got here somehow. Yeah. Let's go look Let's for find the that boat. boat. The SS hooligan. Tom transforms into a zombie. He attacks Janet. They find another plane crash. Like, there's a lot of planes that crashed. <laughs> yeah. Janet runs. She gets into the fucking elevator and she like <laughs> Tom's reaching for her and she goes up and it like rips off his arm. Yeah. See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> very total recall. Uh, a zo- the, like a zombie pilot attacks Carol and then Rick hits it with like a stick and it blows up. <laughs> it just explodes. Yeah. Um, there's another one of the hooligans that comes into the kitchen. And uh, he gets thrown into a vat, like a pressure <laughs> oh, yeah, cooker. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the pot burps like yep. after it like yep. eats him, basically. Burp. So Carol and Rick, they go, to, they go back and they go to the ballroom. And there's a woman who is like basically Leslie. And she tells them that they're trapped in a time warp. Yeah, and this is where we basically find out that the, the airplane that they keep seeing crash uh, was carrying some sort of time-altering device. Yeah. And when it crashed, it, it formed some sort of time loop. Yep. And Carol and Rick are like, fuck this. And they get they leave the hotel. And their friends who are zombies and the hooligans who are zombies are now chasing after them. They get to the shore and um, they get in the hooligans' boat. All of a sudden, Rick sees Janet. Yep. And, and got to get off this boat. He gets off. Runs back to her. He goes after her. And uh, yeah, he, he steps in quicksand. Steps in quicksand. And then Janet disappears, so she wasn't even there. Yeah. And the quicksand is like your stereotypical quicksand. Yeah. Like, he just sinks immediately, immediately. very quickly. Uh, let's see. Trapped in quicksand, and he gets killed. Oh, and while he's in the. By the zombified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. while he's in the quicksand, the old uh, zombie guy comes up. Yeah. And he comes up with a outboard like, motor. Like a, yeah, like a boat prop. Yep. Chops his head off. Yep. <laughs> Carol Carol's, is yeah. pulled through the boat. Yeah, she's on the boat. She gets pulled through the bottom of it. Yep. And then that goddamn song plays again. And the movie's over. Well, no, it's not over because Carol emerges behind a mirror in the ballroom. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she's watching as everybody... She's watching as all the friends and the hooligans are like partying. In their original appearances, and they're having a good time, and then the f- picture fades to black, and a woman scream. Yeah. So is that saying like she should have just stayed in the hotel and died in the hotel, so that way she could have at least partied? Because now that she didn't die in the hotel and she died off the island, she's not allowed into uh, the. Oh, I don't know. That's pretty deep. I don't know. This movie was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Tell me about it. Go ahead. The only thing I'll give the movie credit for, really, was like they did a lot, like 
a lot of things happen, but it's just overload. A lot of like, things. I mean, it's like they had, like I said, all these ideas and they did all of them, but none of it makes any sense. Yeah. Um, it's not entertaining. Uh, I'm between a half and a one on this one. Mm-hmm. What did I give the last movie? One. Ghostkeeper. These movies are pretty equal in their shit factor. <laughs> I'm going to give it a one for ambition alone, but this is a terrible movie. I'm going to give it a half. All right, there you go. <laughs> Same as I gave the last one. Um, this movie, like, yeah, there was these moments where maybe it tried to, like, have, like, the sense of humor, like, with the burping. It tried, like, Evil Dead type stuff. It was just stupid. But it wasn't a cohesive story. No, no nothing made sense. And... Uh, like David said earlier, it's like they just had a bunch of things and they're like, film them all. We'll piece it together later. And it's like, well, no, that doesn't work. No, yeah, like, no one will notice. Fucking story. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know, man. What a shit movie. Oh, terrible. It was painful. <laughs> that one was. I think that was the most painful movie I've had to watch in a long oh, wow. time. Yeah, same. I was just like, oh, and every once in a while I'd pause it. Like how much time is left? Oh no! So we got thirty minutes of this crap. It's like, what can they do? And then I was like, well, maybe the credits are like ten minutes long. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh yes. Well, if you have any thoughts, oh, we, Bloody New Year. I think that's on Tubi also. Yes. So yep. you, can you can watch, watch both of these for watch, free. You can watch both of these for free on New Year's Eve, which is Eve. the only way to do it. Like, <laughs> I would not. Don't pay for either of these, please. You can watch them on New Year's Eve, and you can go. God, the fucking swearwolves were right. Or you can go, God, the swearers were wrong. These movies are fucking masterpieces. Anybody who thinks that deserves to be stuck in a time loop. <laughs> or you can watch it and go, God, the swearwolves, they are the best at mimicking accents <laughs> in the history of mimic accents. Yep. If you have any thoughts on anything, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We will respond. I promise. Or maybe we won't, but we probably will. <laughs> Uh, how can they contact us, David? Hey, I will say real quick, if uh, on social media, Twitter and uh, Instagram, those are your best bets as far as interaction goes. <laughs> true. That's where we're the most active. That is true. So uh, on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, uh, TikTok, search The Swearwolves, and you'll find us on Instagram, search The Swearwolves Podcast. Uh, on YouTube, search The Swearwolves. Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can call us, leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. On behalf of The Swearwolves, I'd like to say Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. 2022, it's like it's 2020 part two. <laughs> Hopefully not, but <laughs> 2022. Um be a good year for everybody. Hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season. And uh, for the swear rules this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. If you have a bloody new year, just remember, there's always the butt stuff. Exactly.
So it's gonna be the best Swearwolves episode ever. In three, two, 